someday is not promised, our voices and our words can be gone tomorrow. Today is the day to enroll and lower your shame and share your story, not only with yourself, but with the world. You're listening to the Redefining Wealth Podcast with Patrice Washington. This is a space where you come each and every week to learn more about what it means to chase purpose, not money. Now, in this community, we believe that wealth is so much more than money and material possessions. We believe in the original 12th century definition, which says it's about the condition of well-being. Now, I personally believe that we become more well in our lives when we tell the truth about our stories. Many of us are unwell because we are stuffing down many of the things who have actually, that have actually made us who we are and given us the heart for why we do what we do or why we desire to serve people the way that we do. And I'm here to shatter that. Like, I want you to truly, truly own your voice in the marketplace by being real about how you came to this purpose that you have. And so all week I am interviewing amazing, amazing graduates of my signature program, Command the Stage. The doors are now open. They do close Friday, September 16th, but you have a chance to hear from some of these incredible, incredible women. And I'm so excited about today's guest. Now, Trisha Daniels, a financial clarity advisor, she uses her unique blend of an MBA with over 24 years of experience in finance and accounting to help provide clarity in how to make money work instead of working for money. Now, you know, this is my kind of girl. <laughs> As a single mom who has started over twice financially and the founder of Sone, the Starting Over Wealth Network, Trisha uses her personal financial story to help women eliminate their debt build their retirement and discover their seeds of identity so that they can replant themselves into rich soil and achieve legacy changing financial freedom. Woo. Without further ado, here is Trisha Daniel. Welcome to the redefining wealth podcast, Trisha. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I am thrilled to be here. Oh my gosh. I am so, so, so excited to have you. And you know, the first thing I noticed when your camera came on was I was like, Oh, I see Trisha's uh command the stage certificate. It's right by the NBA. It's on, like, I, I see what it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. You told us the story of the certificate you had earned that meant so much to you that really has propelled you. And that is mine. Your command the stage is my reminder of how it's propelled my story is in so many ways. So I keep it up there with a world plaque, yeah. little thing to remind you, you can go travel the world now with what I've learned. Oh my gosh. Okay. So Trisha, now my experience of you is that you're a pretty bold woman. I didn't feel like you would be someone who wasn't telling their full story. Oh, absolutely. Oh no, I let shame. I have let shame hold me back from sharing my story. And it's, you know, from hearing like women, like, would you tell your truth? You tell your story of being on the bathroom floor. You tell your lowest of lows. I was like, wait, wait, she can, she can say that. And that's okay. And wow, look at the difference it's made in people. And so you sharing your truth and hearing other women share your, their truth. I was like, wait a second. 
And so slowly that shame just started being whittled away and realizing, wait a second, I can empower other women with my story, but no, I am an introvert. I will hide, 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 hide in a room. I mean, I come naturally, we go hide in a hotel. We don't go out and socialize other people. It's been a hard, hard change for me, but wow, a transformational change. And I feel comfortable telling my story in rooms of women. Um, it's so easy now. Wow. You know what? I was looking up a quote by Brene Brown, because when you kept saying shame, I was trying to figure out what that quote was. And it's shame corrodes the very part of us that believes we are capable of change. Mm. And I know that so many of us desire more for ourselves. Like we know that we're brilliant enough for our businesses to go to the next level. We know that we have what it takes to build wealth. Maybe we know that we truly have a heart to serve others, but that shame mm -hmm. like corrodes the part of us that is actually capable of changing. That shame is such, it is powerful. And the way yes. that it holds us back is mind blowing. Oh yes, for 24 years. I mean, I was a financial controller. I'm in public accounting. I've got the title. I've got the experience. I'm not supposed to tell anybody I've been in deep debt. I'm not supposed to tell anybody I've been laid off and I didn't have a backup plan. No one's supposed to know that part. That shame, you know, and supposed to be all the things, you know, with the papers on the wall. No one's supposed to know that you have struggled personally in your own story. Yeah. Shame is it's a very corroding thing that that now I've really become open about I'm no longer hiding in the back of the room. I'm bringing to the front. So what is your story? Share some of that with us. Well, I am Trisha Daniel. I'm a financial clarity advisor because I love giving people clarity in their future financial security. Because while I'm MBA with over 24 years experience in public accounting as a corporate financial controller, I've also been a single mom who has started over twice financially. I've been a woman who's overcome debt three separate times from different life events. And like I said before, I've been a professional executive laid off with no backup plan and no savings. So those feelings of fear and anxiety over my financial security was scary. But gratefully, because of my years experience and being raised by a financial planner father, I had the tools in place to raise myself up on my own two feet each and every time. However, like we said, the shame, the shame of my story held me captive for over a decade until April of 2021, when my mother, she fell severely bruising her knee. And then just three weeks later, my sister and I found ourselves by her hospital bedside, sedated on oxygen and unable to speak at all. We could not believe we'd never hear our mother's voice again until on our last day, a nurse came in taking the oxygen out of my mom's nose and slowly her eyes began to open and her voice started struggling to speak. And then at one point she looked over at me and I clearly heard her say, promise. Yes, mom, I promise. Because see, I may not have understood what she was saying. I knew exactly what she meant because my mother was also a woman who let shame hold her back. She always said that someday she was going to write a book about our amazing childhood. She was going to say someday she was going to use her voice to speak and empower other women. She always said someday, someday, someday. And on that Friday evening, her words and her voice were gone. She no longer had her someday. 
And that's when I realized I don't have someday either, that my someday is today. My someday is today is to share in the opportunity of the tools I used to raise myself up out of each single piece. And I call those steps by coming financially sown, S-O-W-N. With that S, we first find our seeds, our identity, and how we manage our money. And then N is the network, accountability, because who is holding us accountable in our financial plans? Because again, we don't have someday. Our someday is today. And now I go out and share that story with other women to let them know that that shame can no longer have them back because their someday is today too. Mm, I love that. Someday is today. Man, you think about how many of us see the example of watch watching women that we love or just people that are around us that are constantly putting things off for someday. Yeah. Someday, someday. As my granny used to say, never worry. Like never worry is not a month. You, you're going to have to choose. Um, what do you think waiting for someday to tell your story would have cost you now that you know the power of sharing this story? What would it have cost you? It would have cost me seeing the impact that my story has seeing the change in people and them coming to me like, thank you so much. You set me free. I've also been a woman who started over. I've also been a woman of divorce. I didn't know I could go buy a house or be on my own two feet. I've also been a woman and to have them come up and hug me and knowing too, I just want to go up there and hug them. Like, Hey, it's going to be okay. In whatever starting over journey that they're going through, it would have cost me just that chance to know how one sentence or one story can change the direction of someone else's life. You know, I have to say that personally, I have been inspired by you because, you know, as you know, I'm recently divorced now mm -hmm. and even hearing you say at command the stage, you know, that I've had to start over financially twice or, you know, that mm -hmm. I've had to just knowing like to be able to touch someone. And that's the thing about the power of story is because it really connects us mm -hmm. to our people. And so while maybe when I first met you a couple of years ago, I didn't know, you know, I didn't know that about you, but I also didn't know that I would become your demographic. I will become yeah. a woman who needed to start over. And so because I've heard you more recently become more transparent about your story, it does make me feel like if Trisha did it, I can do it. <laughs> well, you know I, I, I received, mean? yeah. And I received that because I used to not, I was so ashamed to tell people I started over twice. You know, when you have to say that you've been divorced and then a second time, um, you know, I have two children from two different relationships. It's, it's something you feel shame, but now I'm like, no, wow. It's helping another woman know that they're not isolated because you do feel isolated. I isolated myself after my divorce for six months, not talking to a soul. So no, I love, and I see, you know, women like you come out there and just talk about it. And in a positive way, an empowering way that this doesn't have to be a shameful thing. This is, I'm finding out who I am again, and this is my identity and this is my strength and you can also do it too. It just empowers so many women around you because it's been amazing. People come and go, thank you. I've also yes. started over twice and I didn't want anybody to know, but you're letting me know it's okay. Yeah.
Well, I think that's one of the wonderful things uh, about Command the Stage is that we also learn how to tell our stories as a victor and not a victim. Yes, yes. You know, so it's not this like, woe is me. Mm -mm. Look what happened. Look at what I've done. It's like, even the way you say it, I've started over, you know, twice. It's like, oh, okay, we know what that means. But is it right? It's not a matter of like, ooh. I don't yeah. know. Maybe it's just me, but nothing in me feels like, ooh, what was she doing? All the, the stories that we tell ourselves that people are going to say or how they're going to react or what they're going to think about, it's really rooted in how you present it. Exactly. That's been my biggest thing by transforming my words. And seeing a more positive reaction, because that fills me up with joy. When someone has a positive reaction to me, I mean, that lifts me up. I mean, whenever someone goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I mean, my skin just wants to crawl. I mean, it's because I'm like, listen, I'm good. I'm fine. I've got a roof over my head. I've got food on my table. I can go down my, down my gratitude list. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm great. And look mm -hmm. what this has done. And look at my children are thriving and I am thriving. So yes, it is all in the way you presented it. And it's taken time. It has taken time for me to use that language since I allowed shame to hold that back. But now that I realize the impact, it's incredible. I have a confession to make. My relationship with looking good is so complicated. I don't know if you're anything like me, but I like high quality clothes. I just don't like going shopping and I definitely don't always want to pay high quality prices, if you know what I'm saying. Plus, I don't always want to wear the same stuff over and over again. So I was super excited when I found out about the clothing rental membership armoire because they are making getting dressed stylish, but super easy. When I signed up, I took a five minute style quiz and based on my preferences, they offered suggestions that would best match my lifestyle. I'm filming in a few weeks and I literally just got the cutest blazers delivered to my door in as little as two days. And when I'm ready for new clothes, I can just swap them out for more new to me styles. So whether you're planning your outfit for a date night, packing for a conference, or in need of a gown for some black tie event, you will be the best dressed person in the room and you won't have to feel bad for only wearing something once. Now, what I also love is that Armoire is woman-founded and women-led. They even spotlight women-owned designers on their website. So I know I'm wearing brands that are aligned with my values. I love that I can support a business that's built by women like me. If you're ready to have your dream closet delivered to your door, you might want to try Armoire. I promise you will never be without the perfect outfit for any occasion ever again. And right now, Redefining Wealth listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash wealth. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash wealth to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. So moving forward, now that you can look at whatever life throws at you through that lens, how do you feel about even as this financial professional and you got an MBA and you know, that finance background makes people feel like you should be so serious and so buttoned up and like all the things, right? Mm -hmm. How do you look at vulnerability now as you move forward? Because we don't know what's coming in life. Do you no. feel like you were someone who would look for the lesson and be willing to share the lesson now that you know how to do it with grace? 
Oh, absolutely. And I'm, I'm proof of it right now. I recently got remarried after 15 years. Yay. Just three months ago, but one month after our wedding, my husband has a spinal injury. The sac in his spine collapsed. He's in pain. He can't move. He lost his job. He can't work. And so before, I mean, everyone's, oh, I'm so sorry. And I go, no, this is show me that I need to help other people to be financially secure. So in case something comes at you, if you are not prepared because you never know in life what may happen to help empower people to feel financially secure in their savings and, and cash values, they're ready to go. So when life throws you this curveball, when suddenly you're unable to work and there's, there's no money coming in because there's nothing, there's no program that's going to save you. You've got to save yourself. And so, no, right now I'm living testimony and being able to transfer something that, oh, you know, you're finally married after 15 years. No, 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 no. Guess what? God's given us a gift of now being able to share our story. So every month on our anniversary, I now post a story of our journey and how we are going through this, you know, because we were just newly married. We hadn't got everything settled yet. But you know what? There's a bigger plan in this. So yeah, right now I'm living testimony of how to take something that's hard and turning it into an empowering and impactful story. Oh my gosh. Now, Trisha, I did not even know that. But I I love that. I love again, it's the words that you use, it's the energy that you present, right? It's the mm -hmm. way that you frame it, it's the lens at which you look at it. Yeah. And when we stand in that so powerfully, other people can't help but go, oh, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You see the reaction. You see it, right? Yeah. As I have more and more people are learning that I'm divorced when they go, oh, and I'm like, no, 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 don't, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> right? Like, I, as I learned from Glennon Doyle's book, uh, shoot, the name of it escapes me, but we'll talk about it on another episode, guys. But um, untamed. It was untamed. She says that Elizabeth Gilbert taught her that liberation is not one sided. Mm -hmm. And so that's something that I share with people when they're like, oh, oh, I'm like, no, liberation is not one sided. I believe that this that this experience is going to be a blessing for my ex-husband as well. I yes. believe that this is an opportunity for him to get to know God like he never has. Mm -hmm. And I'm going deeper in my faith. And right. my daughter actually went to a church event and said she experienced the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit for the first time and decided that she wanted to be baptized on her own at 15 years old. I wow. believe that this experience has liberated my family mm -hmm. us to be a family in a new light and in a different way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're still going to co-parent well and do all those things. And so yeah. how we choose to experience life and how we choose to communicate that experience with others, it makes a difference because if you walk into everything with a woe is me and telling stories from a place of victimhood, that is going to be your experience. Yeah. That's going to be your story. You are going to be that victim instead of seeing the power the power, like you talk about just being that valley and be able to see the power that's coming out of your story and transforming your children. I get, I can't tell you the amazing relationship I have with both my son's dads. And I get people don't even realize, cause we're all just, we amazingly co-parent, you know, I've got two and two kids and, and now I've got four boys as, as stepchildren. Um, and it's amazing. I have an amazing relationship there. 
it's amazing how you can take something and be like, wow. And it's impacting everyone else around us when they're hearing not only the stories before, but the stories now of this, you know, blended family come together, but each one of the children now seeing the difference in their lives because of these decisions that most people would take as, oh, I'm so sorry. It's like, no, look what's happening because of it. Oh, I love it. Now, I know you think you know a little something about speaking with purpose, but what you really want to do is command the stage. Listen, the doors to command the stage are officially open and you are invited. I know you have a message that you want to deliver powerfully in the marketplace in 2022. And remember, marketplace could be as an entrepreneur or as a teacher or even as an executive in a boardroom. If you don't know how to tell a story with purpose, with conviction, then you will never move people to action and therefore you won't create transformation. So stop waiting, stop hiding, stop being afraid to tell your story. Join me for Command the Stage and I will show you my framework for what it means and what it takes to truly deliver authentically and powerfully and magnetically. All the details are here. Click the link and you will learn more about what Command the Stage entails. And I really just can't wait to be your coach because I know what a difference can be made when we lean into our story and use it to be a blessing to others. I just want to show you the way. So join me for Command the Stage. So Tricia, what would you say your expectation for Command the Stage was coming in? Um, and what did you actually get? <laughs> when I first came in, I just wanted the speech. I just want to be able to structure the speech, to be able to practice my voice, to, you know, like, how do I get a story that just hooks people in? Like, that was all it was. It was about the other people. It was about the audience. But no, it became about me. It became deeply about me. When I started working, not only with every lesson that you gave us, but the community of coming in the stage. And we would get in these rooms, we would all share our stories and you would hear the impact of other people's stories. And then that would change how you were telling your story. It transformed me not an audience. It was me and how I now the story is impacting my life still each and every time I tell it, because it's never the same because my audience order people around me are never the same, but the, the family I gained from command the stage and the transformation from everyone around us, I, I've, I've lost, I've lost for words for it because it has been um, such a change in my life and such an impact in my life. I love it. So before you were, um, before we started recording, you were telling me that someone asked you if you had a speech writer. Yes. On my very last speech, like a couple hours later, like, oh my gosh, and this lady was a speaker. She's a very seasoned speaker. And she's like, that was so good. That's, did you have a speech writer? I just smiled. I know I said, that's right. I said, I'm a graduate of Command the Stage by Patrice Washington. And just, you know, just being able to tell her the method that you, your signature method that you walked us through. And I, I mean, I talked for a probably a good hour because I was just so excited. But yeah, did you have a speechwriter? I'm like, mm -mm. 
And Mm-mm. you know what I what I really enjoy about what you guys take away from Command the Stage is understanding that you don't have to have it all scripted out because no. I feel like that takes away from the emotion um, and from the realness of it because every time you speak, the audience is different and yes. there's something just different in your spirit that you get to honor in those moments instead of being so attached to like, I have to say these words in this way with this inflection every single time. I'm like, no. No, and that used to blow my mind when you used to say that. It's like you would say you're on your way to an event and someone would say, hey, do you know what you're gonna talk about? No. And they would be floored. And I'm over here going, what? I mean, I'm floored. But then after the command of stage, I understood mm-hmm. because I had someone come up, Hey, could you come up here and speak real quick? Last minute. Sure. Because I had the framework in place. I had already, you know, scaled the audience already knew kind of what they were like. Okay. So with the framework, I was able to go up and speak and know, okay, I can tell an extra story here. Oh no, they need to hear a little bit more about this. I have the framework in place. I can go speak anywhere without a script. Yeah. And now I understand. Now I understand every time you would tell that when I was just like, now I'm like, no, I know what she, I know. And I can do it too now. I love it. So I saw Trisha at um, Women's Real Estate Investing Network. We were Mm -hmm. in like the Dallas area earlier this year. And I spoke on both stages. I spoke in the big conference center. And then I also spoke to um, Teresa students, like a thousand students in another room, two totally different talks, which was so funny because I was meeting people where like their daughters or people who came with them were in the arena, but they were in the, you know, the student side. Yeah. And so a couple ladies come up to me and they're comparing notes and they're like, you didn't say the same thing over there. Just over here. I was like, no, like, oh, well, how did you do that? Because I literally got off that big stage and maybe 40 minutes later, I was on the other stage and the sentiments were the same, but the talk was not the same. Mm-hmm. And I remember earlier that day, um, you know, some of our friends that we have in common, they're like, what are you doing? You're not practicing. What are you going to what are you? And I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. I, I can see it in my mind first, like I can visualize being on the stage and all of those things. But even before I got on the big stage in the conference center, I completely changed anything that I even thought I might say. Like, I literally had a download and I was like. See, I love that it's the download. You're able to go with the download you're given because you already had the framework in place. Because yeah, I was sitting there when you were sitting there, yeah, I don't have anything. I'm not rehearsing. I just smiled because I knew. I was gonna say, I knew you were like, yeah, you were like, I know, I know what's going on yeah, here. Yeah. I'm not even going to say, but the but thing it, is too, yeah. I still get nervous. Like I still get nerves. I just don't express it in the same way. Mm-hmm. And my nerves come from God. I, I just want to serve. Right. Like I want, I want people to get it. My nerves are not from, well, what am I going to talk about? What am I going to, it's not that it's mm-hmm. like, I really want to do a good job and I want people to see you. That's, that's where it comes from. Yes. But minds doesn't manifest as like pacing and, you know, it's not that. No, (laughs) it's not that. But I can't ever practice on stage when they're like, well, do you want to come practice? I'm like, no, because that's not going to be anything that I actually say. I don't have a talk to practice. Yes. And that's, and and I, and that's what I'm saying. It's just not that anxiety of, wait, am I going to say it? It's just allowing God to speak through us. Yeah. 
And that's what I love because no, I'm one of those two. I would have full anxiety if it was scripted, Mm -hmm. but being able to allow just God to speak through me in that moment. And the last speeches I've given, that's that's the same prayer. Just God speak through me. What do you want me to say today? And it's amazing when it just flows out and you just allow, you know, the Holy spirit to fill you and speak it how he wants to be spoken. Cause there's somebody in that room that needs that specific message. Yes. And that's why we can't be so committed to, I have to say these things. I tell you guys all the time like I'll get up and use an example. I've never even heard myself use before and it never fails. Two, three people will come up to me and say, that was for me. That was for me. And I think that's the thing we have to really lock in on is that, yes, we may have been invited, but this opportunity is not about you. Mm -mm. You are there to be of service. And there is someone in that audience who maybe wasn't even sleeping last night. And I always tell you guys this too. People don't usually come for me. On many of the tickets that I'm on, I am the underdog, right? Like Mm -hmm. I am the person that people haven't heard of. There are huge names with big followings and all this stuff. But at the end, I end up being the person that people follow around, stalk in the bathroom, <laughs> longest line for pictures and all that, right? Uh-huh. Because I'm not committed to a PowerPoint or to saying some this like, oh, I have to say this. It's literally allowing the spirit to move through that framework. Now, the framework is still important. Yes. But it's like, what do, what is my spirit saying? And now that I have a framework, I don't have to have the same level of anxiety or, you know, all the stuff that comes along with it. I just love it. I, I love that this is what I get to do. Oh, yeah. And I, and I love that you followed the download to do this because I still remember you being in the car. Yeah, I got this download and I was determined your first to come in the stage. I was like, oh, I've got it too. I've got it. But I wasn't ready yet. I knew there was reasons why there's some other things in the way where I couldn't do the first command of stage, the second, because I had been on that waiting list. I was wanting, I just knew it, but I, I wasn't ready yet. I wasn't in a place and wow, what perfect timing that God put me in the room for the, the winter cohorts of 22, because it was, I, my spirit was ready. My anxiety was down. My story I was able to tell it because the shame walls had started coming down and it was time to share and I could see the impact of it. So no, I thank you for your obedience. I've told you this before. Thank you for your obedience to the download. Cause a lot of us ignore the, Oh, I don't know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And he did. Cause now, yeah, you get to do this to teach others, this amazing framework that each of us mm-hmm. are now able to use until tell our stories to audience of one or audiences of thousands. Yes. Oh, thank you for mentioning that this was indeed started as just a download. Mm -hmm. And here we are with hundreds of graduates later and so many of you out there just being a blessing, just being such a blessing in the marketplace. Um, So what have you been doing? I've heard you mention a few times like, oh, I just gave a talk the other day. So what's going on with your speaking and interviews and all that stuff? How has that um, impacted your business? Oh, it's been incredible. So what after I graduated in February, I started just going to small conferences and just speaking there to some, there's some small rooms, the rooms have grown, gone on podcasts. And from there, women start realizing, wait a second, 
I, I don't feel financially secure. How do I do this? So now whether it's working one-on-one, I'm developing a 12-week masterclass for women to join. Uh, but the biggest thing right now is teaching. I'm launching my YouTube next month, going through and teaching more of God's principles and how we can sow them into our money. And it's something I'm very, very passionate about. And so it launches next month. Congratulations. Thank you. What's the, what's the YouTube show going to be called? Uh, it's right now. It's on Trisha Daniel uh, MBA. Trisha Daniel MBA. I love it. Okay. So Trisha, we said, you know, no more waiting for someday, right? Mm -mm. No more waiting for someday. Today, the day that this is released will be the last day to enroll and command the stage for 2022. The doors will not reopen until fall of 2023. What will you say? What would you say to someone who is waiting for someday? The third someday is today to make an impact, not only in their lives, but in the person next to you, the person next door, the lady down the street, the woman that you work with and for audiences to come that your day is today. There is no waiting because someday is not promised. Our voices and our words can be gone tomorrow. Today is the day to enroll and lower your shame and share your story not only with yourself, but with the world. Mm, that was powerful. Your voices could be gone. Our voices could be gone tomorrow. I've had times when I woke up and out of the blue could not talk. Mm -hmm. And as someone who makes a living speaking, that is scary. Yes. Right. Like yes. that is really scary. I speak on the podcast and radio and television and I coach live, you know, command the stage. I actually teach live and all there's so much <laughs> that requires my voice. Yes. And, and I've learned that too, because I have got a four cysts and a nodule in my thyroid. Mm -hmm. I've had two tumors removed from the side of my throat. Everything manifests for me in my throat. And so I've learned, but once I start to release my voice, the nodule and the thyroid cysts have started to diminish things like that. Like I, I can tell if I don't talk, I get a rash it starts to go away once I start talking. So for me, holding everything, I needed to release my voice. Everything has been manifesting and it was time to release it. So I've had the same thing where all of a sudden, wait, I can't speak. I've got a raspy voice for all the years of teaching. And all of a sudden you wake up and you can't talk. It's like, I've got to release this. I got to release this. So for me, this, my scars over here are my reminder. I've got to release and it's time to release. There is no more waiting for someday that are some days today. Your someday is today. Oh my gosh. Trisha, thank you so much. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you using your voice and your testimony and being so unapologetic in the way that you share. Um, you definitely are the victor in your story. And I love that you're not allowing anyone to weaponize that, no, um, but using it as a blessing because we need to see the example that we can start over. Yes. And we will be fine. And I appreciate you so much. Listen, how can people get in touch with you? Go to trishadaniel.com and that's T-R-I-C-I-A-D-A-N-I-E-L.com and get on there. And uh, I've got an amazing, fun money identity quiz to take. So come join me and uh, let's start. Yes. And for those of you who are in my DMs asking about how it's going, <laughs> as I, you know, embrace this starting over journey, 
you need to be using Trisha as a resource. So make sure you go to TrishaDaniel.com because if you're looking to start over financially as well, um, she definitely is the girl, the woman for the job, and she will bless you. Um, listen, today is the last day to sign up for Command the Stage. You've listened to this entire episode if you've gotten to this point. And if you feel something in your spirit, if there's a nudge, just a can't quite put your finger on it, but you feel like this is what you need to do. I want to encourage you, as Trisha said, that listen, your someday is today. There is a reason that you've been listening to these episodes all week. There is a reason that you may keep leaning into what you see me posting on social media, or maybe you're reading every email. And I'm with Trisha. I know that for me, when I am not in my truth, things manifest in my body. And you might be feeling that too. I'm not saying that command the stage is gonna cure your body, just listen. But you probably already feel like there is something that you're supposed to be doing, a message that you should be sharing, something that God has called you to do, and you keep putting it off saying, I'll get to that someday. When the kids are grown and graduated from high school, then I'll do it. When I leave my corporate job, then I'll do it. When everything with my finances finally align, then I'll do it. Oh, when my calendar opens up and I have all the time in the world, then I'll do it. Someday is today. There is something that only you can do in this world. You were born with purpose, for purpose, on purpose for such a time as this. And what you keep feeling is that call. That is the Holy Spirit calling you to go deeper into what you are supposed to be doing in the world. And it's one thing to know your purpose. It's another thing to know how to vocalize it in the marketplace. It's another thing to know how to choose a story, right? That will connect you to the people you're called to serve. It's another thing to be able to get up impromptu and move people to action and draw people to you because you have a framework for exactly what to do. You don't need a script. You don't need slides. You don't need all this preparation. You just need to own your story and own that this is the story that God gave you to create impact. There's nothing raggedy about it. There's nothing, even though I always say that my story is raggedy, raggedy little story, but look at what it's done to be a blessing to people. I'm not unique. I'm not the only one. I'm not the first, I'm not the last, right? I have hundreds of students who have come through Command the Stage who are out there using their stories in such a powerful way. And I literally just want to see you be the blessing that I know you're called to be. But I can't do it if you don't say yes. So someday is today. The doors closed tonight. This is your opportunity to come into a community that will love on you, that will support you, that will encourage you. I teach the classes live. I have a clarity coach that is there to support you. And we have five alumni ambassadors who run small, practice rooms in the group that allow you to continue to flush the story out. I promise you, you will be fully supported, but we can't support you if you don't say yes. So if this is your time, like I believe it's your time, then go to commandthestage.com and come on in because I can't wait to be your coach and to serve you to the next level of your purpose. Um, that's it for us this week. Uh, if you're in Command the Stage already, I look forward to seeing you on Welcome Orientation this Sunday. For everyone else, I will be back next week 
back to our regularly scheduled program with another episode of Redefining Wealth. Until then, I want you to go live your life's purpose, find fulfillment, and earn more without ever chasing money. Talk to you later. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.